Welcome to the podcast series for the Journal of Neurophysiology. I'm Bill Yates, the Editor-in-Chief of the Journal, and today we will be discussing the article, Pairing Vagus Nerve Stimulation with Tones Drives Plasticity Across the Auditory Pathway. This article was chosen for August issue of APS Select, a collection of the very best research published by the American Physiological Society. Before we begin, let's meet our guests. Hello, my name is Michael Borland. I'm a research associate at the University of Texas at Dallas. My specialty is in auditory plasticity following vagus nerve stimulation paired with sounds. Hi, I'm Crystal Engineer. I'm a research assistant professor at the University of Texas at Dallas. My lab focuses on understanding and improving the auditory processing impairments observed in rodent models of neurodevelopmental disorders, such as autism spectrum disorder. Thank you. Could you give us a brief background on research pairing vagus nerve stimulation with sound? So the most important thing to know about the vagus nerve stimulation is that it has the potential to be a new therapy to direct neuroplasticity. In our lab, we stimulate the left vagus nerve by wrapping this electrode around the vagus nerve located in the neck. Stimulating the vagus nerve activates multiple neuromodulator networks located in the brain. These neuromodulators include acetylcholine, norepinephrine, and serotonin, and they are important in learning, memory, and generating plasticity in the brain. So the key thing to remember is the combination of neuromodulator release from stimulating the vagus nerve paired with a sensory experience, like a sound, enhances neuroplasticity. A number of previous studies have observed primary auditory cortex plasticity that is specific to the sound paired with vagus nerve stimulation. Vagus nerve stimulation, which is also known as VNS, paired with a specific tone frequency, expands the region of primary auditory cortex that responds to sounds near that paired frequency. In addition to frequency-specific plasticity, pairing VNS with fast or slow sounds can increase or decrease the ability of primary auditory cortex neurons to respond to rapid sounds. This neural plasticity that is specific to the paired sound also extends to more complex sounds like speech sounds. Pairing VNS with speech sounds increases the neural response strength and decreases the response latency to the paired speech sounds. So in addition to altering primary auditory cortex and normal hearing rats, VNS sound pairing has also been used to reverse maladaptive plasticity in a rat model of tinnitus. Rats exposed to an intense noise resulted in abnormal neural activity in primary auditory cortex and in the perception of tinnitus. VNS paired with tone frequencies that are distinct from the tinnitus frequency eliminated the physiological and behavior correlates of the tinnitus in the noise-exposed rats. This study was followed up with clinical studies in tinnitus patients, which found that VNS tone pairing can also improve neural responses and the perception of tinnitus in individuals with tinnitus. So the most important thing to remember is that vagus nerve stimulation has the potential to be a new therapy to enhance neuroplasticity. Why were you interested in exploring the effect of VNS tone pairing across the auditory pathway? All of the previous VNS sound pairing studies only looked at the plasticity in primary auditory cortex, which is a single region in the auditory pathway. But the perception of a sound doesn't happen in just one area, it's distributed. 
So there are multiple auditory regions, both lower and higher along the pathway. And these other regions are known to be impacted in individuals with auditory processing difficulties. We wanted to know whether VNS sound pairing could enhance neuroplasticity in multiple auditory regions as a potential therapy for these auditory processing difficulties. Interestingly, it is more difficult to generate long-lasting plasticity in subcortical brain areas. Previous studies pairing the presentation of a tone with stimulation of the nucleus basalis, which releases acetylcholine, or the locus ceruleus, which releases norepinephrine, have documented smaller and shorter-lasting subcortical plasticity compared to cortical plasticity. As a result, our original hypothesis was that we would see more changes in the neural response to sounds in the cortical areas following venous sound pairing compared to the subcortical areas. How did you investigate this question? In this study, we implanted a cup electrode around the left vagus nerve in the neck. We then paired VNS with the 9 kilohertz tone 300 times a day for 20 days. This takes about two and a half hours a day. We then anesthetized the rats 24 hours after the last pairing session. Then we placed high-density microelectrodes in the brain and recorded neural responses to many different tones, including the paired tone. We wanted to see if there were more neurons responding to the paired tone. Now, we recorded thousands of neuron responses from several areas of the auditory pathway. This included three cortical auditory fields, the primary auditory cortex, which previous studies had looked at, and now two new cortical fields, anterior auditory field and posterior auditory field. We also looked at the inferior colliculus. This is the first time looking at VDS effects on a subcortical auditory field. You should also remember it is difficult to have long-lasting plasticity in these subcortical areas. What were your findings? We found that fields across the auditory pathway are altered by VNS tone pairing. VNS tone pairing increased the percentage of inferior colliculus, primary auditory cortex, anterior auditory field, and posterior auditory field that responds to the paired tone frequency. Across all tested auditory fields, the response strength to tones was strengthened in VNS tone paired rats compared to control rats. Additionally, VNS tone pairing reduced spontaneous activity, reduced frequency selectivity, and reduced response threshold across the auditory pathway. This is the first study to document both cortical and subcortical plasticity following VNS sound pairing. What are the implications and next steps of your work? The takeaway message from this current study is that we were able to enhance the neural representation of the paired tone across multiple levels of the auditory pathway. By enhancing the neural response to the paired tone, you will likely impact behavior discrimination accuracy. Several studies have shown that auditory cortex plasticity is associated with improved perceptual discrimination ability. So the two new cortical areas we observed the anterior auditory field and the posterior auditory field are associated with higher functions. Previous studies have revealed that anterior auditory field is involved in sound identification, while posterior auditory field is involved in sound localization. In our current study, both of these fields were altered by VNS tone pairing, which suggests the potential for VNS sound pairing to improve these tasks. However, the behavior consequences of VNS sound pairing will likely depend upon the specifics, the neuromodulator release, sounds, and task demands.
Another important thing to remember, these changes begin at the brainstem. BNS-sound pairing can change even the earliest levels of the auditory system. If you remember, historically, it has been viewed as more difficult to change these subcortical areas compared to the cortex. These coordinated changes spanning multiple stations of the auditory pathway may underline the preclinical and clinical findings of the VNS-dependent benefits in the context of tinnitus. We are hopeful that VNS paired with sound therapy may represent a potential new approach to enhance rehabilitation that could significantly improve the outcomes of individuals with auditory processing disorders. Ongoing experiments involve optimizing the efficacy of VNS sound pairing therapy to enhance neuroplasticity and improve auditory processing in the context of autism and hearing loss. We may not be able to fix the ear itself, but if we can fix the brain's pathological response to sounds, we may be able to improve sound and speech intelligibility. We are in the process of developing these therapies. Our next step includes documenting responses across multiple auditory fields following VNS pairing with other sounds, such as speech sounds. In addition, we are investigating the use of VNS sound pairing in a rat model of autism and a rat model of Rett syndrome. Both models experience difficulty discriminating between speech sounds and they have altered auditory cortex responses to sounds. Similarly, we are using VNS sound pairing to improve auditory processing in a rat model of hearing loss. These rats are exposed to loud noise and they have difficulty discriminating between sounds and they have degraded neural responses to sounds, both cortically and subcortically. For more information about our current research, please visit the Texas Biomedical Device website at utdallas.edu slash txbdc. I'd like to thank our guests for participating in today's discussion of the article, Pairing Vagus Neurostimulation with Tones Drives Plasticity Across the Auditory Pathway, part of the podcast series for the Journal of Neurophysiology. Thank you.